Um, hey everyone, it's Zoe, the CEO and founder of Necessary Behavior. Today on Squirt, we are going to be talking about hookup horror stories. Hey everyone, it's London. Um, I'm really excited for today's episode because we have some really great stories for you guys. Hey guys, it's Bethany. I hope you're ready to be spooked out this Halloween by all these creepy ass relationship stories. It's men. Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> It's just the men. Oh, you know what? You know what? You think. There is some shitty women's stories in this catalog. Don't get me wrong. You know what? But I hear nothing about envies. <laughs> That's the real lesson here. As long as you only date non-binary people, you're safe. They hold us up. They are the future. I agree. Nothing more to be said. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Literally. You know what? I actually do have a good non-binary shitty person story, actually. <laughs> <laughs> So to get us started, what is the line that has to be crossed for you to walk out on a date? Um, they have to be a man. If I show up and they're a man, I'm leaving. It's time to go. It's time to go. I, I think every lesbian was just like, yeah, yeah, that's typically how that goes. <laughs> I love men. You have to be more than a man. You just have to be a shitty man. You don't tip. Eh, you're shitty to your server. Nah, eh, I'm walking Dude. out. Absolutely. I think if you, yeah. okay, if you talk shit about your mom, um, and then <gasps> mm-hmm. if you, like, don't tip, that's a major red flag for me. And that, like, that's not even, like, dating stuff. Like, that's just, like, like, anyone that I'm with, it's just very, I don't know, it's very telling of their character. I feel like it's very easy to tell, like, how someone treats other people by the way they talk to you. It's very clear in that moment. So, like, all the things you said, like very big red flags if someone is just disrespectful. One of the biggest red flags for me is if they have too many crazy ex stories. Like if you have like Ooh, one yeah. or two, like, oh, my ex was crazy. Yeah, one or two. I'm like, yeah, for sure. You could totally date like that many crazy people. But if every single one of your exes, oh, she was crazy. Oh, that bitch was crazy. Oh, he was crazy. I'm like, mm, everyone. Are they the crazy one, babe? Because. I don't know. Like, I don't know about that one. Uh, obviously, you are a little crazy yourself, because either you are attracting these people that you're calling crazy, and also, crazy is such, like, a such a vague term. What is really your complaint? Are you are you really complaining about mental illness? Or is there, like, an actual series of behaviors you're complaining about here? Like, crazy is so vague. It's, like, such a throwaway line. Like, as soon as, like, a woman, you don't want her to be taken seriously anymore, she's crazy. What does that mean? I don't know. Whatever I want it to mean in that moment. Also, just, like, if you start off, like, a date with, like, talking about your crazy exes, like, keeping that, like, in quotations, um, that's a big red flag in the first place. I was gonna say I'm glad you guys have actual red flags, because some of my red flags are, like, if people like certain music artists that are, like, known to be, <laughs> like, mine aren't, like, okay. some deep, like, oh, you don't no. tip or anything. Mine is, like, if you like, like, which, Chris Brown. Which music artist? I feel like, oh, Chris Brown? I was about to say, I was like, because if it's Chris Brown, that counts as a political affiliation. <laughs> I'm like, if you like Chris Brown, like, no. Kanye at this point as well. Oh, I like Kanye. I'm a big red flag. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> Goodbye, London. London's fired. <laughs> My thing on that man, Kanye, yay. I think he just changed his name to yay. Isn't it just yay now? um yeah he makes some stellar music I will say but like 
if you are one of those people that's like, I just want to be Kanye so bad, I think that's... Oh, yeah. I feel like you have to be... I feel like you have to be disconnected. So Kanye says a lot of uh, things, but it's like at the end of the day, I can still say that's all in like how seriously you decide to take people that are in public, like public media anyway, because all of that's a shit show anyway. So like... That's true. The thing about Kanye is he he takes it farther than just his own media poll. Like he's used it for political influence now. And it's that's, like, that's true. Like, that's true. I get that. I get that. But yeah, Chris Brown. As soon as they still like Chris Brown, I actually have a horror dating story about that. Cause the last, not the last person, but someone I recently went on a date with really liked Chris Brown, and I was like, that's that's why I said that. That's why I said that. I was like, ah. No, thank you. Thanks for the free dinner, though. But, um, no. I mean, at some point, like, if you don't go on a, a couple dates just for the dinner aspect of it. But then it's, like, I also say that, and, like, I usually, like, if I go on a date, like, I pay my own dinner. Because I'm, like, I don't want to owe you anything. So, like, I'm broke, so very much thank you for the free meal. Um, That's fair. That's fair. I can't complain. I can't complain. I don't know. I've, like, almost never done, like, a dinner date. I almost always do, like, weird dates. Like, I've had, like, a a theme park Bethany, date. Bethany, you're married. And, like, a, okay, I, I've not always been married, Jesus Christ. I was born married to this man. I had to date him at some point. No, she's like, you have a kid. Y'all have been together forever. Like, you don't even know what you're talking about. Literally. Like, you've never been on a date. Bethany, when she was dating, she'd go to, like, the local rock bar where you just, like, <laughs> drink rocks. <laughs> like, her husband created the wheel before they met. It was great. <laughs> I love how everyone acts like I'm so old. I'm fucking 25, you guys. Like, Jesus Christ. Bethany, you're, you have a kid. You have a family. You have an adult life. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> She's a different type of old. Anyways. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, do we want to get into some of our submissions? Or I have a good one. Okay. To preface this, I don't really date. I think it's boring. Um, I just can't stand to, like, respond to messages that frequently. And also just, like, then having to, like, make plans and, like, make myself look presentable. Also, no one can keep up with me. (laughs) That's valid. (laughs) It's more on that later. Also, fun fact, I started Envy when I was, like, 19. So there's that. (laughs) I do a lot. I do a lot of things. So there was this one time that I was, like, going to hook up with this guy. And the scent of his fucking balls. Y'all. I, like, I remember, like, grabbing my phone quick and, like, sending a text to my friend to be, like, you gotta call me and, like, tell me, like, my dog got out. And she did. She t- she called me and she told me that my dog got out. And so, like, I had to be, like, oh, like, oh, my gosh, like, this is crazy. Like, I gotta go. I'm so sorry. Like, can I rain check? And I got the fuck out of there. But, like, when I tell you the scent, it was, like, wet dog ball sacks. And I was, like, I, no. Can't get any scarier than that. Gross. I would have told that motherfucker, I'd have been like, go take a fucking shower. You want me to suck your dick, man. Literally, pay me more money. So there's this one that I have where this guy, like, messaged me at, like, 3 a.m., right? And he and I... Oh, nothing good ever comes from that. Yeah, right? Okay, so we were 
we were co-workers. We were like oh, friendly no. co-workers. <laughs> I don't know if I'd call us friends, but we were definitely like friendly. So he texts me at like 2 or 3 a.m. If I wanted to come cuddle. Cringe. Yeah, yeah. Cr- like, I know what the fuck you mean, bro. You don't mean cuddle. Um, And then I text him back, like, is this a booty call? LOL. I text him like, oh, like, joking. And then I kind of ignored him. But the next day at work, he brought it up at work that I turned him down. So he comes up to me, like, in front of our coworkers. And he's like, oh, what? So what, you weren't good enough to come and talk to me and come hang out with me? Like, you got to assume I want something? Like, chewing me out for rejecting him. Like, in front of people I work with. You do not fucking bowl that bullshit up with me at fucking work, man. Like, I don't give a fuck. And so I turned around to him, and he was trying to be, like, slick about it, like, whispering to me, like, he was going to start shit at work, and I wasn't going to make a scene. Um, He doesn't know me very well, though, apparently, because uh, I made a fucking scene, and I was like, who the fuck do you think you're talking to, like, screaming in the middle of work until my supervisor, like, came back around? Motherfucker's so entitled. I didn't hook up with him at 3 a.m. And he's going to, like, chew me out about it, like, in front of, like, everyone I know. Like, all my coworkers. I just can't believe that men are so fucking entitled to just, like, like, think that someone's, like, down to, like, come over at that ungodly hour. Which, like, you know, if you're that person, like, cool, like, do that. But, like, but then just to get so upset that you literally have to bring it up in front of so many people. Like, thinking that other people are going to be on your side. Aggravating to me. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know whether he thought other people would side with him or he thought I wasn't going to chew his ass out in front of all these people, but he was wrong on both fronts. Ladies, always call him out. I mean, gentlemen too, but let's be real. This happens more with ladies. If some dude tries to be creepy with you in public and is trying to play off like you're going to be nice in public, like, make a fucking scene. Because they're playing on the fact that you have social niceties and manners. Like, make a fucking scene. Don't be that person either. Like, if you're listening to this, which, like, I feel like is, if you're that person, you're not our demographic, <laughs> but in the in the freak chance that you are happening to, like, listen to this podcast right now, like, don't be fucking weird. Like, I just don't, take a fucking hint. Also, just, like, why don't you just, like, wait it out till morning? Like, just use yeah, your hand. bro. You're fine. People are so weird when it comes to dating. I've had such weird experiences. Like, Recently, this one guy, um, he came up to me and he like he started talking to me and he was he was pretty nice, so I started talking back to him. Go on in my fucking life, I usually don't. Men are gross, but I started talking back to him and then I let him take my number. I usually don't, and I immediately regretted it because like I was I don't like, trust oh yeah, like, I'm on, like I'm going to the gym because I was walking to the gym, and then. I'm there, and he, like, texts me, and I guess I don't answer quick enough to him, and he immediately starts calling me and blowing my phone up, and I have to immediately block him, and it was so freaking weird. Like, I was like, oh, why was I being nice? I was like, oh, anyway, <laughs> don't give your number out. Like, he literally started texting me, like, triple texting me, this dude I'd known for, like, 30 minutes. I'm like, oh, we're doing this? This is what we're doing? Okay, no. I feel like there's always red flags, you know? Like, like if someone's gonna be, like, weird, like, hopefully, hopefully, you know, they make it pretty clear. 
Oh, I feel like in someone like that, it's going to make it clear immediately because I'm a person who will just not answer you, especially in the beginning if you're not important to me yet. So Fuck if you're you. someone who wants an answer <laughs> or wants attention or wants to like immediately have my time, it's not going to work out because I'm going to be like, no, I don't have time for you yet. Sorry. But, but I'm a man. Like, you don't want to talk to me? <laughs> <laughs> like you're lucky I told you my real name. <laughs> my go-to fake name is Liz, because then if you were to try to look me up on Facebook, you know how many fucking like Liz's there are: Elizabeth, Lizzie, Eliza, Liz. I, like, there's so many ways that you can like spell Elizabeth. It's one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Highly recommend it. I should probably get a fake name. You Google Bethany Cavazier, there's one of them. <laughs> and it's you. Yeah, and it's me. At least London. It's like England. <laughs> I have a go to too. My fake name is Jada. I don't know why. I feel like it doesn't even fit, but I feel like I just keep going with it and they don't believe me, but it's okay. I don't like giving out my name. I don't trust it. My first, last, middle, any of it. Like, no. <laughs> You're like, you want, you want the first initial? <laughs> you don't even get the privilege of having that. Like, I've known you how, for how long? Who are you? Were you sent here to kill me? I don't trust you. <laughs> <laughs> Were you to kill me? That's the real horror story, baby. I did have a guy threaten to kill me one time. Don't threaten to murder people because they don't want to fuck you, by the way. What the fuck? Literally, that's what the fuck just in terms of like rejection and like so anytime that someone comes up to me and they're like hey do you have a boyfriend my favorite response is to like procure like a like a puzzled look on my face and go no I have a wife why Ooh, I wouldn't say that shit either because they get so fucking uncomfortable the reason I would be concerned about would be sexual assault amongst lesbians is one in three some guy will hear your ass is married to a woman and take it as a See, that's why I say the one about having a boyfriend, because I feel bad want to be like, no, I have a girlfriend. But then I know that definitely won't steer men away. But I know that if I ha- say I have a boyfriend, then they kind of like back down a little bit for obvious reasons, because um, I'm owned by a man and they respect that. But men are freaking weird. So, um, we pulled a few horror stories from Reddit, um, and there's one actually that we have from our own team. So, without further ado, I think we're going to get started. I think Bethany's going to get us started. This one's actually our submission from our employee. We put it out there for all our employees to submit their uh, horror hookups, and unsurprisingly, um, people don't want to talk about their traumatic sex lives at work. Who knew? (laughs) So we had one person submit, and it was... It was the first and last date I went on with a guy, and one of the first questions he asked me was if I had daddy issues. I texted him later and told him I didn't think it was going to work out, and he replied saying he thought we had a good time. Men. (laughs) (laughs) So far removed from reality. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you got daddy issues? Like, that's such a sexy first line. Like, when I want to know a bitch the first thing I ask like why is that your go-to like this is what I want to know about someone if you wanted to know if they had daddy issues you could totally be like oh so like what's your relationship with your parents like that's a valid first date question yeah I agree with Bethany like I feel like there's like better ways to find that out but I do think you can tell a lot about a person based on if they have daddy issues 
I say that as a person that with is daddy true. issues. <laughs> but I also don't know anyone who like just doesn't have daddy issues. Yeah, who doesn't you know? have daddy yeah. issues? So, this is America. I don't trust people who don't have daddy issues. If you like your dad, then you probably are you are him and then that's the issue. Okay, so maybe you should reply. The crazy thing about the daddy issues question though is it's like, what was your motivation? Why why do you want to know if they have daddy issues? Are you trying to avoid right. certain types of people in relationships? Which at least I can understand that motivation, if not the execution. But part of me, like, the way that question was phrased just makes me think, hey, do you have daddy seems issues? seems like a fetish. Yeah, fetish. It's like, because that'll make it easier to fuck you. Yeah, my question is, was it like, am, am I watching out for you? Or, like you said, is this a fetish? Because I was thinking more of the fetish line. Yeah, it's that phrasing. Like, I was thinking, like... <laughs> daddy issues like you're looking for that in a woman because yeah daddy issues is such a fucking misogynistic thing anyway how come it's my fault that my Honestly. dad was a piece of shit like how is that my fault all right so i'm gonna read the next one i went home with a dude who had done a little too much blow at the party we were at and while he was sucking my dick something happened with his jaw or something but the next thing i know there's a stinging pain on my dick and i look down and his smile is full of blood <laughs> Dude cut a piece of my frenulum off with his teeth and was just sucking the blood out of my dick like nothing was wrong. <gasps> horror spooky season. We love a vampire. That is a horror. Oh my we god, Edward Cullen sucking dick, man. This is this is why Jedward had issues. <laughs> this is why it didn't work. <laughs> Jacob got his frenulum bit off and that was the end of it. <laughs> I freaked a bit and went into the bathroom to apply pressure or wrap it up. But since I had been drinking, it wouldn't stop bleeding. <laughs> oh my goodness. No. Mind you, he's trying to kiss me. Uh-uh. No. Why is he still trying to kiss Hi, you? remember too much been... blow is how this started. <laughs> Nothing goes right when the story starts with too much blow. <laughs> I know. Like, it didn't start on a good note. I didn't think it was... <laughs> Mind you, he's trying to kiss me and continue messing around all the while. I'm thinking, LOL, imagine if this is how I died. Imagine dying like that. Edward bites your fucking dick off and you die. Oh my goodness. That's the worst way. What are they going to say in the obituary? Bad dick. Oh God. I ended up crashing at his place because I couldn't drive and then went home the next day and tried to forget about it. I'm reminded of this every time I look at my dick and see a little piss missing. That is a horror story through and through. I cannot imagine that happening to me. Also, that kind of, well, no, it doesn't. Never mind. I was going to say that kind of happens in generation, but he just gets cum in his eye, so never mind. Oh, who hasn't gotten cum in their eye? <laughs> That's true. That's a character builder. Yeah, like, biting your dick off is a little bit different from just getting cum in your eye, like... <gasps> Wait, you guys! I have a... Okay, I do have a horror dating story from one of my friends about this. I, I was telling oh, Zoe, yes. a lot of my friends have horrible dating stories. So, probably a couple days before, I was over at his place... And we were chilling and he was talking to this girl and he was like, it was a girl in his building and he was trying to like hook up with her and trying to see if she was trying to come up, you know, hang out, you know, do the deed, you know. And, you know, <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, 
he was trying to get it and I was like come on let's go I'll knock on her door and you know ask her you know be a nice friend he was like no he was embarrassed I was like whatever you must not really you're not will- willing to put in the effort fine whatever and then I left and he and then later on he texted me and he's like she came over and she was sucking my dick and she bit my dick and then he was like <laughs> like on purpose he was like she bit my dick and I was like on purpose and he was like yeah and then he was like and then I was like what and she was like oh she was like doing it for funsies or something and he was like ow no stop that's not funny and then he she didn't stop and I was like bro that's that's uh that's sexual violence my guy that's not okay but he was like so chill about it it's so wild to me like, I feel like I hear stories about men having, like, acts of sexual violence committed against them, and they're, like, super casual about it. And I'm like, baby, has nobody ever told you that was wrong? I feel like they don't see it as a real. It's like, you're a boy, but you still have consent. Like, you can still be assaulted. Yeah. Like, your, your gender presentation or assignment or any of that stuff does not determine whether or not you are going to be assaulted in your life. And some skinny little like lightweight little girl that you think can't hurt you does sometimes and that's not okay like you're allowed to like stand up for yourself yeah like I feel like when it comes to my experience with sexual violence and like men it always just seems like to them it doesn't feel as real or it doesn't feel like as violent and I mean we're kind of guilty of it too but I think so much of it kind of comes from that like demonization of men too because the sexual assault rates yeah. for men are also not awesome. Well, and I don't know how recent they are now, but, like, stats from Rain are literally, like, one in six men experience sexual violence within their lives. And that's, like, reported. So it's, like, that's, like, one in six men literally going to the police to be, like, this happened to me. Like, it's wild. It's wild the way that they do it. I used to work in, like, sexual violence advocacy and all that shit. And, like, fucking crazy the ways that, like, we treat that. And, like, I... I mean, even doing that work for years where, like, I'd have, like, multiple people actually, like, come into the hospital to have a kit done a night. And, like, I saw one, one man the entire time that I was there. So, like, again, hundreds of people, one man. And I remember, like, the nurse kind of, like, treating him like shit. How many men are even, like, told about shit like that? Like, if you ask, like, the average, like, woman... Now, obviously, I'm talking in, like, cis terms here. I, I know we're getting a little gender binary in these combos. When a lot of, like, the stats around that, too, are, like, very, very, very binary. How many men even, like, hear about that? Like, most women know you can go to the hospital and get a rape kit. Or they know there's resources out there. And there's, like, so many resources out there that are specifically designed for women. And I think that even, like, that hurts, like, trans men, too. Like, I know it's only kind of sort of related, but, like, there's this huge issue with, like, trans men trying to get, like, the discussion of pregnancy, like, the discussion of women taken out of pregnancy because they genuinely can't get medical care because they're men, even though they can get pregnant. So I assume there's like an overlap there in like the sexual assault world. Yeah. Where if you are sexually assaulted as like a trans man or a cis man, that there's just not like a network for you. Well, and especially too, like just the way in which like the sexual abuse examination kit is created I don't think we had, like, a body model. So, like, the paperwork you have to, like, if there's, like, any sort of, like, mark or anything on your body, you have to, like, mark it down on this, like, there's a ton of paperwork that comes with it. And it's, like, this sheet. So, like, it was only, like, very, like, 
boobs, vagina, vulva, like, well, just, we just didn't have a sheet for penises. Like that, I mean, that's that, but like, there wasn't, it's still like the checkbox, like, are you a girl or boy? And like, there's no room for like, trans man, trans woman, like, uh, even just like, gender non-conforming, non-binary, like that kind of shit. So it's just like, there's already so many people that are left out of those conversations. And then when you have like the actual reporting of it done, it's just further kind of written out of that. Even like the resources for men and like trans folks in general, like there's just not shit for anyone, which is really disappointing. And it's like, especially when you take into account that like no one even wants to do that anyways, because it takes hours to have a kit done. And you have to like repeat your story like a minimum of three times, at least in like the state that I was trained. But then it's like, I know we were one of the best states. So if you were to go into a different state and like the trauma that that could cause, but then also like even just like the reporting process is like a fucking mess. Even seeking out resources is a fucking disaster. So we have another submission from our team. So this one says, okay, so I had planned a date with this one guy and hours before the date, and in parentheses, we met on an app, so we'd only ever texted. He FaceTimes me. He was talking to me, like, asking me what he should wear to this date. So I showed up to the date. He was in this huge puffer jacket that was reflective and literally looking at him hurt my eyes. I didn't realize what he looked like in person until 30 minutes into the date and then realized that he was in one of my classes. And I only realized who he was because I'd gotten into a fight on the class discussion board because he was a Trump supporter. No! That's a story. That's horrible. In my younger unmarried days, I know I'm a dinosaur now, um, but in my younger unmarried days, I was a fan of the one night stand because I could fuck you and then wouldn't have to deal with you afterwards. Literally, it's so easy. Yeah, I know. So convenient. But the problem is, is I, I talk for pillow talk. And one of my, I was like, so who'd you vote for? No. And so the first one was, so the first one was, um, well, I'm not a Republican, but I believe in a lot of things they do, which is, uh, I'm a Republican or a Libertarian typically. And then one of them, I had a one night stand with a coworker, which was fine. Cause he was like a chill coworker. I thought I did a good little pick. Um, and then he ended up not only being a Republican, he was like on the alt-right. Ooh. And I'm like, see, this is why I don't fuck people I don't know anymore. Mm-mm. And it's not gonna happen anymore. Like, I will not, I will not stand for this. That's horrible. I'm so glad that I'm such a, like, given who I am, such a turnoff for Republicans that I'm not even worried about attracting them. I literally don't know what the fuck it is about me. Something about me must scream conservative, because this is not the fir- the only time. Like, I've picked up a couple Republicans. I've had Republicans hit on me before, but those were just the two that came into hookups. And then all the little kids at school always think I listen to country music. <laughs> I'm like, there's something about me. Do you have that look, Bethany? <laughs> <laughs> this is just purely off of, like, what I have noticed. Bethany, do you have boobs? Yeah. Oh, maybe that... Okay, so Republicans are such, like, boob men. That's true, that's true. So here's the thing, is that, like, if you've got blonde hair and big boobs, you're a fucking dream girl. Oh my god. I am a dream girl, but they don't know the best reasons why. Literally. Like, you're right, but you're wrong also. Um, There's this uh, tweet by 
Sarah Shower that I retweeted the other day, and it makes me laugh because I think about it every time. But Sarah Shower tweeted, I feel like such a Republican when I think about how much I like big boobs. I never even thought of that. As a as a bisexual girl, I've always preferred, like, smaller titties. See, I'm like a big titty goth girlfriend kind of girl. What I heard was, and I liked it, so I stole it. Um, I mean, no shame to big titty bitches. I am also one of those. But, like, uh, more, <laughs> more than a handful's a waste anyway. <laughs> I disagree. I love big titty bitches. I think... I I love I feel like I respect them so much as someone who's a little titty bitch no titty bitch actually um I feel like big titty bitches are doing the hard work they're carrying it on their backs um with on their backs with their back problems (laughs) like they're doing the best that they can and I just feel so much respect for them and also, I think they all look great. See, I'm a sucker for a big booty, man. You got a fat ass. Like I I'm love dead. fat asses because I love to play with fat asses. But I also have a fat ass, so I can just play with my own ass. But I don't get to. I don't get to like have soft, fluffy titties in my life. See, maybe that's the thing. I got titties and no ass. That probably is the thing. I got like a reverse ass. It's like concave. <laughs> But then I like men with fat asses, but I feel like that's because men just usually don't have a lot to offer in general. <laughs> or like thick thighs. I love me some thick ass thighs, man. Ooh, yeah. See, here's my thing is that I've got big boobs. I like big boobs. I think I have a very average butt. You know, it's not small. It's not big. I don't really do anything. I feel like if I was to like actually work out, maybe it would do something. But like, you know, like... I love a good fat ass, but, like, it's also just one of those things of, like, I like it to nap on, you know? Like, a, a boob is something that I can nap on. A butt, something I can yeah. nap on. A thigh, something I can nap on. That's why I don't like people who are, like, super built. Like, you can be, like, strong. Like, strong is cool. Strong is sexy. I got you. Strong. But, like, those dudes that are, like, yeah, I got, like, 0% body fat. I'm, like, well, then what the fuck am I supposed That's to sleep weird. on, bitch? <laughs> Like, you are not Literally, cuddly just now. like a rock. Do you really want me to be Ed- Bella Swan and Edward Cullen? Like, I could not, not have been Bella. Go. It's like I'm fucking a statue. I get cold too quickly to be Bella. I couldn't have been Bella because the second he took the battery out of my car, somebody would have been fucking stabbed in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I just don't understand how she laid up with, like, a cold-ass rock and was like, I love you. Like, bitch, no. Well, she was a little virgin. She doesn't know the comparison. I think when you're young, you really love that, like, supermodel actor type. It's not until you get older and have, like, real experience with things. I think you kind of, like, want more real-looking people. Yeah, but, like, not, like, I don't want to hug you and have you just be, like, a solid rock to me. Yeah. Okay, so I have one that's really, really, really short, but I wanted to read it. This one's one line. So in the state, it was a Tinder hookup. It said, the guy I met with was black, and he wanted me to call him dot, dot, dot things it really killed the mood i saw that one and i died it's my favorite story my favorite part is dot 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 because you know you know you know you know what the fuck he's saying you know the things i think it's so hilarious because i'm like i wish i low-key wish that it said it and that we could read it out because i think well, I could read it out. I think it'd be hilarious, but... Yeah, I was about to say, I was like, me and Zoe I was going to say, we're not reading it out, London. <laughs> Alas, but I still think it's very funny. Um, I feel like that as a whole... I feel like people who have race kings or, like, kinks that have to do with race are so interesting. 
I feel like if you get a white person that's down to play a race kink with you, there's probably something wrong with them. Because I think the average, like, white person, if you were like, hey, call me the N-word, will be like, uh, no, I'm good, actually. Like, you know? Well, there's still, like, I feel like a hard enough argument where someone can be like, I'm not racist. (laughs) I'm sorry, though. I'm not calling you any racial anything. (laughs) Like, if you're white, I'll call you white slurs. You want me to call you a cracker? I'll call you a cracker. (laughs) (laughs) I think the, the, um, (laughs) I think they're so funny because like, obviously, they're interesting, and there's a lot to be said about that, and obviously, it's racist, and you shouldn't do it. Zero out of ten wouldn't recommend doing it. I think it's, there's a lot to say about people who do participate in it, though. It's crazy that people, like, out there exist, but it's not just, like, obviously, white people and black people, white, like, their whole, like, weeb culture and, like, white people, like, being obsessed with, like, um, fetishizing Asians. It's kind of problematic, too. Do you think there's ever, like, white people... That are like, oh yeah, whip my ass, call me a honky. Like, do you ever think like, <laughs> I want to know like the reverse. I want like a white person to like approach a black person instead of being like, hey, I want to subjugate you. I want them to be like, hey, let's have some fucking historical <laughs> justice. That turns me on, baby. Like, oh like you can beat the shit out of me this time. Like, fuck my ancestors, right? Sexual reparations. <laughs> reparations, exactly. <laughs> I've got a reparations kink, baby. Like. Hit my honky ass. Ooh, I'm a redneck. Mm, tell me all about it. There's not good slurs for white people, by the way. Um, I can't remember any of them off the top of my head. Like, I don't know, like on, um, I don't know. It's regular TikTok to me, but I guess it would be black TikTok because I don't know. But there's like a growing list of like the most random slurs for like white people. And they'll be like mayo sucker or some shit like that. It's absolutely hilarious. <laughs> If I ever, if I ever find it, I'm going to show you guys. But there is a growing list of slurs for white people. I will say that. All right, so I'm going to read the next story. I was having a great night with this guy at the end of the night. And at the end of the night, he walked me to my car. He wanted to sit in the car with me, which I found was odd, but whatever. And he pulls me onto his lap to make out, which felt odd as an adult, but again, whatever. Now, the following day, he calls me informing me that since we stayed up so late last night and he had to work so early the next day, he wore the same jeans for our date to work. What he did not realize, and to my absolute horror, I had started my period while sitting on him in the car. He did not notice until his colleagues pointed out the stains on his pants. Welcome to the horror story of a life. That is a horror story. Um, There's blood. There's trauma. (laughs) (laughs) Done. I like it was one where they fucked up for this one. Like, I feel like so many of them are, oh, yeah, my date was a nightmare. This one's like, ooh, I fucked up. Like, (laughs) wild. I feel like also, like, those stories are super common of, like, people accidentally starting their periods, like, like the worst possible time or just, like, bleeding through or, like, shit like that. Like, hopefully they were cool about it, though. They were like, ah, you know, I hope so. Well, like, they sound like they were cool, I hope, you know? Why was this person so weirded out by making out? Yeah! Like, that was something they pointed out a couple times. They were like, oh my god, we made out in the car. Like So so weird. weird. Into his lap. So, like, if you... But, like, if you are, like, a grown-ass adult and, like, you have, like, some guy pull you into your lap, like, that's just, like, an awkward situation where you have to, like, cross over, like, your... 
um like the like the shifter and like the cup holders and like all the shit in That's the middle. True. You know what I mean? Obviously she didn't like him that much. I get what you mean. You'd have been like, fuck this prindle over here, like I'm hopping in your lap. <laughs> I would have been like, let's get out and let's hop in the back. And a grown adult and someone tried to do that, I might question it a little more. I feel like it's still not that weird. Yeah, how old is grown adult? Bethany's age, an absolute dinosaur. Oh my god, I know. <laughs> like, so are you like 45? Or are you like, because I feel like for someone to say as a grown adult. Yeah, so it's like, are you 45 or 25? So, like, I feel like but here's different. the thing, though, is that my mom is 46 and still getting like railed in like the back of her truck and like a park. <laughs> Wait, what? So, like, yeah, I'm that, yeah. <laughs> I mean, live your best life, fuck. I mean, I guess if you, like, say I hadn't done that in, like, years, I guess, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like that's, like, perspective. I think that depends on the person. Because you could also be like, oh, it's exciting. Oh, it's, uh... Um, revolutionary. Dude, not revolutionary. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, like, if you have kids, you know, and, like, you just, like, can only get your socks off, like, whenever you need, like, Dude, whenever literally... you have the time, like... That's what I was thinking. I was like, you know, I got a fucking four-year-old. Sometimes we're trying to take it to pound town. Little bitches pounding on the door. <laughs> She's got shit to tell you. She's like, Mom! And I'm like, listen here, kid. <laughs> Let Mommy have her time. Mommy will be a better Mommy when she's done. Just I'm give like, her Mommy will be a much better Mommy if you give me 20 minutes, kid. <laughs> okay, I've got a good one. To end our miraculous... That's not miraculous... I don't know what I'm saying. To end our story time. Horrendous. Because they're scary. They're, yes. They're scary stories. Horrendous time. Spine tingling. Spine tingling. Oh, that's kinky. <laughs> Good. Um. Okay, so this one is, I got set up on a blind date. We were texting for a bit before the date, but this is before camera phones. I'm so old. So we weren't able to swap phones or any, or swap photos or anything. So I literally went into this blind date blind. He told me he was 6'2", so I was expecting a giant given that I'm five foot. The man that had rocked up was shorter than me, that he, but he accused me of lying about my height. It was the most surreal conversation I've ever had on a date. We didn't even see to the end of the date because he said he couldn't date a liar. I still chuckle about it now, though. <laughs> I fucking remember finding that one and just being like, how are you going to accuse her of lying? Like, you're the one who came in 6'2", and you ended up being like 5'2". That's wild to me. But that's, like, also, like, apparently, like, you know, like, if this person was five foot tall and this person said that they were six foot tall, like, this, this, this person who walked up is just over five feet. Like, that is a lot of height just to, like, lie about say that, you know, like, you can, you can pull off a couple no, inches, but, like, but, a foot. And then you meet someone no. and... Like, if it was, like, five and six feet, you'd have to, like, that person would have to look up to you for them to, for you to be shorter than them is, like, ridiculous. Yeah, like, I was wondering if, like, he thought maybe she was going to be so short she wouldn't notice. And then when he realized that wasn't going to be the case, he was like, fuck, like, back out real quick. How am I going to get out of this situation? Like, I'm going to blame her somehow. You're a liar. Dude, like, if you're fucking five feet tall, like, I understand not all women are down for short dudes, like, and that's shitty. But just tell the truth, because what do you think is going to be more upsetting? Finding out you're five feet tall on Tinder or finding out you're five feet tall when I meet you and it turns out you entirely lied about your identity, which is, like, Yeah, I never understand people who, like, really lie, like, in really significant ways. I mean, at all, but, like, especially in really obvious ways like that. And then don't expect the other person 
to say or do anything when they eventually meet like how did you think that was gonna go yeah it's like how did you think this was gonna play out did you think i was gonna pretend that you were the same person in the photos you don't even have photos so that this person literally had to like just straight up be like i'm this tall and just thought that that was gonna work out but then yep. still continued through with it and then like went on the date knowing they weren't that tall but what's amazing is that then he had the audacity to be like, you know what, you lied about how tall you were on Tinder. It's like the worst version of like when your partner's cheating, so they start to accuse you of cheating. Like that, but like 10 times dumber. Speaking of cheating on your partner, I have another quick horror story. My, um, <laughs> my friend was telling me she um, met this guy on a dating app and um, they were talking for a little bit and then they ended up going out and he, as she's like on the date with this guy his girlfriend shows up his girlfriend shows up and is like who the fuck is this obviously referring to my friend and my friend is just sitting there like it's so awkward and that's actually not even the first time she's been the other girl but oh no no people are like have their own like terrible relationships but it's even worse when they drag other people into it you know yeah you know that was one I saw a lot I'm gonna read this one off the top real quick just because it's only like a couple sentences and it's like relevant but it's like we had this other one we just pulled which is uh the first time I hooked up with a guy he was putting dinner in as I was getting ready to leave I asked him what he was making and he said it's this casserole it's my husband's favorite and my heart stopped I've never wanted to leave someone's apartment so quickly. And that's not the only one like that. There's like three where they're like, yeah, we were hanging out and flirting. And then I found out about their wife and kids. No, let me read you this one. Cause it's like on par with that, but a little bit worse. Met a guy in OkCupid. I was 24. He was 25. He brought his fucking mom to the date. She dropped him off and sat with us for lunch. <laughs> it was super awkward. She was nice and everything, but he texted me things during the date. Like she's my best friend. Please don't be mad. Oh my goodness. What? That? What's really weird is his mom, who is, you know, used to be a woman who went on dates, I'm assuming, was like, oh, yeah, she'll be totally cool that you brought your mom with you. Literally. What would you rather have show up, their mom or their spouse? Their mom. I don't want anything to do with people who, like, cheat on each other or if someone's cheating or getting cheated. Like, I want nothing to do with that. Like, I'd rather have someone's, like, mom show up because then I could... Then it's like, okay, you're just a weirdo and I won't go out with you again. Now you just have to pray they're not like Norman Bates. Yeah, like, I'm like, you're just a weirdo. I'm not going to go out with you again. Like, it's fine. This was, like, one of those weird experiences that I tell my friends about. And I'm like, haha, his mom was on a date. Not going to see him again. But, like, the cheating one, you're like, damn, someone got cheated on. And it's a whole thing. It's like everybody's the victim. I don't want to get caught in the crossfire. What if it's the type of person who wants to come and throw hands and I don't want to get in a fight? I just don't want the anxiety. I never understood that. Like, why do you always want to beat the shit out of the person that your partner's cheating, like, with? Like, don't you want to beat the shit out of your partner? I could understand, like, especially in our society, but I could understand how, like, the pressure is, like, hey, not to, like, not get mad at your partner, and it makes more sense to get mad at their, like, especially when it's the other woman. It's easier. Because it's the whole thing of, like, it's not his responsibility and especially when women go back to shitty men. They can blame her. That's Well, because it wasn't him. She yeah. did it. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't know. 
if my husband cheated on me, uh, I think his ass would be the one, like, getting an earful from me. I don't think I'd be yelling at whoever the other person was. Especially when they don't know. Yeah, I feel like it's the worst if you don't know because you're caught off guard. But it's like, why are you going to treat me like shit if I didn't know? And you never want to be like that person. Yeah, you never do, right? Yeah, I think if I was, like, to choose between the two, I feel like if I sat down and, like, someone brought their, like, spouse along, I'd be like... Is this one of those weird things where you ask me to be in a threesome with y'all? That's like, literally I what I thought of. On. I was like, if your spouse <laughs> came at the beginning, I'd be like, are you hoping I'm a I'm a bisexual unicorn and I want to have a three-way with you guys? Because then the question is, how cute is their spouse? Other than that, I would agree yeah, and right? say mom, the mom. If it's a cheating thing, then yeah, the mom. Because yep. I don't know. What if the mom is super cool? Oh, yeah. What if you like the mom more? Yeah, literally. My goal is to fuck the mom at that point. Like, if he brings <laughs> his mom in the day, then I'm like, okay. He's a fucking weirdo, <laughs> but I don't know her yet, so I'm good. That's your own competition, baby. Like, could you imagine going on that date? Like, oh yeah, my mom came along, and then crazy thing, my date fucked my mom. Like, that would be your dating horror story. If it's like a threesome thing, then I'd I'd be down to hear them out. You mean with the married couple? Yeah, like if it was like a married, like if it was like a threesome, and they're like, hey, do you want me to? But still. I'd be down to hear them out. I'd still be weirded out that they tried to ambush me. Yeah, that's probably the weirdest part is the ambush. Not the request, necessarily. But, like, the fact that you're, like, thinking you're going on a date. Or I might try and steal that person's partner if their partner is hotter than them. Yeah, that's, again, (laughs) that was why I had to ask, like, how cute is the spouse? Like, I feel like that's an important important piece how cute's the mom i have important details i need to know <laughs> right how cute is the other part how cute is the other person that you're bringing on our date because if they're cuter or just cooler than you then you fucked up <laughs> i went on a date and now she's my stepmom <laughs> <laughs> i do it i do it you know i do it i do oh, it God. so fast i love i don't know why i love making the joke to whoever I'm seeing about fucking their parents because it makes them so uncomfortable and I'm like yes I will like seduce your parents and become your stepmom because I just think it's fucking hilarious like it's just one of those like super weird taboo things where it's just like it's so funny (laughs) it's so funny because it's like you know like it's not supposed to happen it will probably never happen but like it's one of those things where it's like just like in reach enough but also sometimes their parents are actually hot. yes like sometimes i might fuck your parent if given the chance i'm sorry babe they probably don't really think you're gonna that kind of adds to the comedy like it's such an extreme but i'm probably not actually gonna fuck your dad or your mom unless they're real cool so one <laughs> one final story so one of my like one of my best friends who's still like my best friend today I used to call her dad like hot and then his name and I'm not gonna say his name just because like we hang out now and it's whatever like I'm friends with both of her parents <laughs> but like I used to call him hot all the time and I guess they like found out whatever but keep in mind I was definitely like 16 at the time like her dad's like a dad age I don't know like whatever dad age is yeah whatever dad age is so like significantly older than I am like regardless and like I had no reason to be like 16 and like lusting after like this (laughs) full-grown adult that's normal him lusting after you would be the weird part (laughs) yeah that's true that's true but I guess he like found out one time and like got like really 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 weirded out again (laughs) so like sometimes I just like think back on that like we never actually like brought that up but like I got a like family game night at their house now so like like sometimes just in the back of my mind like I think about the fact that like he knows that I used to call him hot and like it's it's terrifying 
And on that note, I hope everyone has a great night. And you know what? If time, if, if, uh, if the turntables, fuck their dad. Fuck their dad. Fuck their dad. Happy oh, Halloween. Happy, happy Halloween. Halloween. Fuck their dad. Fuck their dad. <laughs> fuck their dad and stay horny, kiddo. Stay horny. And we'll see you next time. Stay horny. Bye. 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 Bye.